0: Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, however, wherever, whenever you're listening. This is the Root for Wisconsin show, episode 17, coming at you from the Riverwood Gallery and Mean Your True Value studio in Depeer, Wisconsin. I'm our producer and host, Eric, the big E, Fisher, joined by our studio host, Ramsey Thompson. How are you doing, Ramsey? Awesome. It's good to be back. Yeah, you're back. How was how vacation? Rainy. Rainy. And you came back to Wisconsin and it's been sunny. Yeah, it's been nice. Yeah. The other voice you hear is our buddy Justin. Justin, you're actually in studio two weeks in a row. Two might weeks, might be a record. Two weeks, call uh, it that two is weeks. definitely a record. It's pretty impressive. Bearing gifts this week, you did. You Lo- brought us love for the guys. You brought us some gifts for the studio, some gifts for us to take home for our man caves. Good week for us, really.
1: Yes, yes. You guys are welcome, by the way. I will appreciate it, man.
0: Ramsey also came bearing gifts of Ray's energy. Boom. Yeah, no, good stuff over at Ray's Energy. One of our proud partners on the show. And plenty of flavors out there. Rams, you've tried a
2: few now? I've tried four, and I love them all. What's your favorite? The Apollo. How would you describe it? It tastes like kind of like a Mountain Dew. Like the Red, White, and Blue Mountain Dew. From okay. A couple years ago. Red, White, and Blue can. Has a Statue of Liberty on it. It is probably the coolest can they have. Oh, they have some cool ones out
0: there. I had the Voodoo one, too. Oh, yeah. Love black and orange. Good creamsicle color for you. Hooters. Yeah. Hooters I, I love color. that we're pointing at things in the studio that people can't see. <laughs> Great content, guys. But, Hooters. yeah, so raise energy. Code ROOT4. That's R-O-O-T, the number four. ROOT4. Use our link. And Ramsey's just pushing this stuff on on literally everybody at this
2: point. Literally just pushed it it's at just Go buy it. If you don't buy it, I don't know if we can be
1: friends. He's a salesman.
2: For That's sure. good stuff, though. I, I really enjoy it. Like, no crash.
0: Wakes you up in the morning. Honestly, like I said, I've, I, there's no jitters of it. No. It's just like a pure, like a natural rise, and you're just alert. And if you drink two of them in a row, you can see colors. I cannot condone that, because on the can it says they not do that. But I have I heard it's true. It. Well, Ramsey really doesn't give a shit about most things, though, so whatever. We'll get to that in a little bit. Ramsey not caring about... People
2: in general. Don't even get
0: me started on that. Our other partner, Monkey Knife Fight. We've got some stuff coming back. NASCAR took a week off, so we'll have some NASCAR stuff. We've got baseball stuff coming. Monkey Knife Fight, proud partners over there. Get yourself some free contests. Play along.
2: Pick against us if that's what you choose to do. I would highly advise that. Pick against us? Yeah, just whatever we pick, just pick the opposite. You'll win money. Yeah, probably.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not wrong. So with that, we also had another contest we had done, and we have some thoughts on this. We'll save it for a little bit, but a bracket contest as a whole, fun to watch. Fun to watch getting into college basketball. Ramsey probably watched more college basketball this year than the last five years. Wait, did I I win? No, not even close. (laughs) In fact, we have a beer sitting here for you to drink, Justin.
1: I've got like 10 things in front of me to drink (laughs) right now, so...
0: We're going to have to take, we're going to no. fuck, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: bobbleheads.
0: Ramsey just keeps throwing more stuff in front of him. So we do have some, we have some prizes to give away with that. We'll get to that a little bit. Uh, so all in all, a lot of stuff going on here with the friends at Monkey Knife Fight and Raise Energy. With that, we get into what we had rooted for this last week. I'll let Ramsey go first. I rooted for people not cheating in our bracket. <laughs> We have more to say about that. w I'll, I'll we'll wait till the noogie of the week. Is that fair? Sure. Is that all you rooted for this last week? Anything else? That's it. Justin? I I rooted for
1: uh that friggin' outstanding UCLA Gonzaga game. Oh my goodness. That was the best one of the best basketball games I've yeah, ever seen in my life. Just how awesome was it? Um I I feel like a like a complete doofus as a basketball coach. I watched the first half fell asleep on the couch.
0: Ooh.
1: In the second half. What? Ooh. How? So I did not see it in my wife. I, I'm gonna give my wife the Noogie of the week because she begged me all week because I didn't get to watch it. As she should.
0: As she she's, should.
1: She's been having trouble sleeping, and she watched the game. So you made her
2: stay up all by herself and watch one of the best basketball games I've ever seen in my life. And I you didn't, didn't see it. And, and you go, didn't whoa, see it. You whoa, didn't whoa, see the whoa, shot?
1: Whoa. Well, let's back up. I didn't make her do anything. You guys know this now. You don't make the significant other do every anything. All right? She is having trouble sleeping at night. With so, her pregnancy condition.
2: So seeing as so how you guys are pregnant, you should be doing it as a team. I tried. Kind of like how Gonzaga beat UCLA as a team. I tried. I just. I, was, I think that almost is Nugget of the
0: week on well, you for you know, I all I you, you fell asleep I during I the needed.
1: I needed some raised energy to keep me going for the second half. And I didn't have a can uh, because.
2: If you would have been playing monkey night fight contests. You could you have. probably would have stayed away too. Yeah. I would have had some some uh, dog in the fight there. You're probably right. You missed one of the
0: best college basketball games, probably ever. No, not even was best college. One of the best basketball games I've ever seen. Period. First of all, shout out UCLA was mid range you in that game. They couldn't miss from 15 Gonzaga,
2: man. That kid from UCLA. That insane Johnny, excellent player. Jalen Suggs too. Man, and he's good.
0: The second that ball got inbounded to you to Gonzaga at the end, Jalen
2: Suggs. There wasn't a doubt that, that was going in, right? But he was the only player that made an effort to get back. Did anyone else notice that? Yeah. UCLA kind of half-assed jogged up the court. Jalen Suggs grabbed that ball and Looked. was the only player that was running up the court. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that doesn't, that, I mean, I'm sure the basketball coach, get I mean, back. you didn't see it in In live, real time. But you know you have to get back on defense yep. no matter what. You have
1: to get back, and, and the last person has stopped the ball, man.
0: And, you know I mean? But there was no effort to stop the ball Like I said, though, when that left his hand, was there any
2: doubt? No. Oh,
1: man. Without a doubt, that was going in. Okay, so maybe I'll give
0: myself the noogie of the week because
2: I didn't get to watch it. I might give you the noogie of the week.
0: Ah, I wouldn't go that far. I'm thinking about it. What I had rooted for before we get into our noogies here, because there's... (laughs) I'm just going to go back to what we covered last week's episode. Baseball's back. We had baseball going on. We had the best game of the tournament. And I got to say, you know, as as much as I dog on the NCAA as a whole, which, whatever... One shining moment this year really kind of captured my feels. Where the
2: worst thing in sports is that song. Really? Yes, oh, it is. It is terrible.
1: I totally, I totally agree with Ryan. Oh,
2: that you guys are so, so cheesy. Yeah, you, it is cheesy. One
0: shining moment. Leave that in nineteen eighty-one. Like we. Need, okay. Yeah. Hear me out though. Here's it's why I like that this production. year. This year, you, we, the best part of the tournament was that for a year and change now. The tournament was kind of like that return to normal. You know what I mean? And we got glimpses of it, and we got an extraordinary tournament. We had upsets. We had Sister Jean. We had the best game. No. One of the best games I've ever seen in my life. You know what the return to normal was? Was those crazy
1: bastards down in Texas filling a stadium. You know. That's true. 38,000 people sitting next to each other. To watch the Rangers. To watch the Texas Rangers. That's normal. Right? Well, that's probably yeah, the last the, sell that they have this year. Nothing really
0: about that tournament was normal. I I still appreciated it. One shiny moment's lame. <laughs> it's terrible. You guys, terrible. Are, lame. I, you guys
1: it, are haters, man. Shi- hey, Ramsey, one shiny moment's like spring training baseball. Oh, it's <laughs> the
2: same category. <laughs> haters. Yeah. yeah. All right, all
0: right. And hockey. They're all right, all right there. Ooh. All right. All right. I'd I like playoff hockey. Yeah. You guys are both nerds. All right. Noogie the Week time. ramsey has got a
2: lot to say. Oh, so. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to the bracket. Bracket Challenge. Our Bracket Challenge. The bracket Challenge. I know you have because we only have so many listeners, and I think <laughs> all of you participated. So I appreciate that. Yeah, thank
1: you very
0: much. Yes. Yeah. Uh, sincerely,
2: first of all, sincerely, thank you. Yeah, it was a lot better turnout than I thought we were going to have. Yep. Yeah. So that said, hey, will Jones win? <laughs> Is that your fucking name? Yeah. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. Joined in on Monday and then tweeted directly at the show's Twitter, Twitter page. page Hey, where's my prize? You fuck. You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> you can take that prize. Shove it up your fucking ass and then just wipe your ass on the floor like one of the fucking dogs. You know what? That's all you are. He's not going to listen to
0: this. I don't think he's going to. I
2: don't care. Fuck him. I'm not a fan. So,
0: so some context. Fuck that guy. All tournament, we had 40 contestants. All tournament. I looked on Monday morning. I'm like, okay, does anybody have Baylor tonight or is it all Gonzaga? And it was. I looked after the game, because like, I want to see where I finish, because Gonzaga losing. I'm like, I probably did pretty good here. Like, there's not a whole lot of people that are going to pass me anymore. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why is there someone? No one had Baylor, except Will Jones win. And uh, I wasn't thrilled about that. I was like, okay, we're, we're, how the hell does this even happen? And I guess ESPN left the contest open, which whatever, fine. But the dude, I found out, so going through Twitter... Like Ramsey said, the, the guy messages us or tweets at us, hey, I won your prize. DM me for my prize. And it's like, bro, no one knows you. You don't follow the page. And all, all six of your tweets are literally you re- retweeting other podcasts congratulating you for winning. That's some bullshit. And then, so that's Monday. And Tuesday morning, I kind of figured this out. So Tuesday I'm kind of wrestling with okay so how do we handle this and we still don't really have an answer on how we're going to handle this. I think I think the prize that we're going to offer is you can come
2: on the show. Yeah. Defend yourself. I guest get, guest host to, our show. You get to talk to us for 15 minutes. Guest host our show. Oh, and you're going to want to come on but it's going to be a wonderful time. That was
0: the that was the kind of the prize we had we had talked about anyway. There was like a prize before this. You can guest host our show with us. Come join us for a segment we got some cool stuff we're doing. We've got stickers now.
2: Yeah, come to a set. Yeah. Hell, if you're in Wisconsin, you can come to my house. Yeah. We so. can do it in person if you want. <laughs> you so, piece of fucking shit.
0: So anyway, so that's Tuesday. Today, Wednesday, they were recording. Somebody tweets at us and says, hey, this dude's scamming podcasts, which I kind of figured out anyway. And now Will Jones' Twitter account
2: is private you pussy. First off, you go to scam a bunch of people, and then you get a little bit of hate, and then you go and be like, oh, I don't want to see the hate anymore. Where's my prize? You fucking piece of shit. And, like, this dude, like,
0: I I don't even think I have a word. Like, I'm going to let Ramsey have him as the Nugget of the Week. This dude's Twitter profile picture looks like an adult who went to, like, a elementary school for
2: a yearbook picture. That's what he probably did. He's a fucking <laughs> piece of scum.
0: So are 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 we doing something for who we think was the actual? Winner? We'll we'll get some prizes. We we'll give a prize to who should have won, and I think we can give a sticker away to the guy who got last place. My buddy Bryce. Yes. Yes. Oh, he he it terrible. wasn't me, Brett. It's somehow against all odds. <laughs> it was not looking good for a while. COVID <laughs> year,
1: Bryce. It was a COVID year. These guys probably. Got hacked into your bracket too and changed it
0: on you.
2: Oh, if I was hacking, I would have had a perfect fucking bracket. If we were yeah. hacking, I think we still would have done
0: better than you did. Yeah. <laughs> if we were, if we set out Isn't to make you look hacking, no, no. If we set out to make you look bad, I still think we would have scored more points. Probably. Yeah, you did not do good. It was not a good tournament. I finished last. Barely. Okay, so Justin, who's your nugget of the week? Are you gonna give it to yourself, or you got something else? Yeah, I'm gonna give it to myself. How many is that for you now? It's got to be four. Like four.
1: That is you, four. Got, you got
2: a fucking tally or what? Up here, right <laughs> in the dome. So, whoever gets the most news of the week, does that get the dumpster fire of the year award? It puts them in contention. On January, the first week in January, we'll do that. It puts them in contention, that's for sure. I don't know if it necessarily equates
0: winning. Well, but...
1: then I'm changing it. I'm going to give it to Gonzaga.
0: No, Bye. you already said yourself. You, you can't change it. You can give out multiple if you want. There's no rule against giving multiple. We've given multiple nah, on the I'll show. Give it,
1: I'll give it to myself. There's no way you should fall asleep during that game.
0: Yeah, that, that's a
2: bad luck for you, buddy. Yeah. I don't know if I'd admit that. I probably would I have not like, have admitted yeah, that up for the whole fucking thing. Yeah, the game was good. Yeah, I, yeah, it was great. What a great
1: shot. Life is tough, man. Life <laughs> is tough. But.
0: So I'm gonna give my nugget. I said last week I wasn't gonna do this in the first month of the season. I have to do it, Justin. My nugget of the week goes to Yadier Molina from the Cardinals. Oh. He's already starting shit with Nick Castellanos and that, that bench-clearing brawl. Well, what, a, what a douche Castellanos is. I love that. Okay, Ramsey, I know you're kind of the un-baseball fan here. It's boring. Cast- Castellanos hits a home run early in the game. Did he flip the bat? He did. Good. Yeah. Flip the bat. Throw that thing to the fucking moon. That's okay. I'm so, cool with that. The pro- so the problem, later in the game, he gets hit. He goes and picks the ball up. Looks at the pitcher and flips it to the dugout. Walks like a pimp to first base. Takes second and then s- scores on a wild pitch later in the game. Or later in the inning. On the pitch he scores on, the pitcher is like on the ground trying to tag him. He's he covering gets the up base. Because they slid at the same time. Ump rules him safe. Castellans gets up, flexes on him. As he should. And Yadier Molina being the soft little bitch that he is gets all butt hurt and induces a bench-clearing kerfuffle. It wasn't like a fight, but benches cleared, everybody got yelly.
2: Hey, if you go to the rack and you get rejected, that's nothing but your own fault. Be better. Yeah, and, and same thing with Wilson Contreras. These two catchers in the NL Central
0: are like the biggest soft, wannabe tough guys and just bail out anytime any conflict happens. So both my nuggies go to Wilson Contreras, who got hit by a pitch against the Brewers on Tuesday, and got all cranky about it when it was very clearly not intentional. And then Yadier Molina for starting up, trying to start a bench-clearing brawl because Nick Castellanos bad flipped on his pitcher then flexed on him after he scored on a wild pitch. As he should. Ooh. Got another one? No. Okay. But I was going
1: to throw something else in there. But ran. Go for it. So did everybody else uh, do their noogie? Everybody's has yeah, their we're, noogie? Yeah, we're, we're noogied out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do another root for just a, just a quick shout-out to my wife who won a school board election.
0: Woo! Yeah. Let's go! Big news.
1: She's, uh, she's, she's going to represent our kids on the school board. So Hell yeah. Congratulations, Let's
2: Let's honey. Let's go. Can we celebrate?
0: Smoothies. Smoothies. I'm out,
1: but I, I, I was more talking about like
0: champagne. But Yeah, we can. I mean, she won't be able to participate, but... I mean, that's her fault. I'm a... I'm a... <laughs>
1: I got you both. Yes it <laughs> <laughs> Yes it is.
0: I, I'm not gonna say anything. In
1: that. this segment, I'm thumbs up guys. Yeah. <laughs>
0: swivel hips doll over there. Hey oh all right. So all that said, we look into our trip around the state of Wisconsin <laughs> <laughs> This edit. show sucks. Edit. Good lord. Oh no, that's there. That's there. That's that boy's there. We go to our trip around the state of Wisconsin. We start off. I on the agenda. I originally was going to put the Brewers' off and struggle, and they did second and third game, and they're two in a row. They've I mean, won now and looking better. You you can look you can look at uh,
1: the reliever Devin. What is his name? Devin Williams. Devin
0: Williams. He he
1: was the rookie of the year last year, uh, reliever of the year last reliever year, reliever of the year. He's had a rough go of it. Yeah, not a great start. He for gave him, a, but... he gave up a bomb to Jack Peterson today. Nuke that. Uh, Probably oh, still hasn't landed. That was his first hit of the year, too. So yeah. But he, he, he's struggling with his changeup. It was an inside fastball that got him. I was listening to Yuke on the on the way back home after work, and Yuke was lively. Yeah, but either so way,
2: here's the thing. If you guys are listening to this podcast right now, for some reason, for whatever reason that happens to be. How bored are you? Yeah. So <laughs> if you Give our page a little bit of interaction and yell at me to start watching baseball. I will start watching the Brewers as many times a week as I can. But that's on you guys. I'm only doing it for you. not doing it for myself. I think, Hmm. in fact, I I would like a little more
1: fan interaction on our Facebook page. I'd be a big fan of that. Or Twitter page. uh, So you guys help us with some content that you guys want to listen to.
2: Yeah, without a doubt. If we're you guys are sick of baseball talk, hey, let us know that, too. Do we'll not, stop, we'll stop not, talking not about it altogether. We'll just, we will not. We'll just toss that out. We'll toss that out. we will not. We that will not. <laughs> we'll
0: just toss it out. <laughs> I will guarantee you we will not get rid of baseball talk.
2: If you guys, if you guys I'm, ask I'm for I'm
0: okay with baseball talk.
2: If you guys ask for a baseball talk. I
0: mean, not I'm, not, a I'm not saying I'm for it, but. Not going to happen. I can personally guarantee you, as the show writer, not happening. I,
1: I would probably ask to get rid of the Bucks talk before I'd get rid of the Brewers yeah. talk. And the Bucks suck. Streaky. Still. What a streaky team, man. Lost to Golden State last they won, night. They won like eight in a row. Lost three three in a row.
0: Now they won four in a row. Until last night. Till last night. Now they're probably going to lose. They won four in a row up until last night. Are you serious? Yeah. Jesus. I cannot watch Bucks basketball
2: yet. No. Ter- uh, they're not very good.
0: I mean,
1: they're all okay. not not when you're behind the nets and KD or Irving or
0: Harden Irvin. have all played together since
1: Harden has gotten there.
0: I gotta say the Bucks really surprised me with that re-signing of Drew Holiday. I don't even entirely hate it, but there's a lot of money to throw at a guy who's well. You you
1: have you have your big three. You have a core to, <laughs> well, however you want to describe the big three, if or if not you. Determined, they are
2: the worst big three in history. Could I be. wouldn't go that far.
1: Could be, could not be. I mean, am, am, I wouldn't go that I far. Fit?
2: Who's worse?
0: Yeah,
1: I, I can't I, think I guess, of any off the top of my head. What, but
0: that's what I'm saying. What type of
1: big three is Milwaukee capable? Of
0: I, I, I would challenge. That. I figured it out like the Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and whoever else they had in the right. They, Ooh, Paul Pierce. no, no, no. When they went to when they went to Brooklyn, that team was still a playoff team. In the east at the time. Did you see the latest on Paul Pearson? on yes. <laughs> good luck. This that's guy, noogie
1: worthy. This guy, that's like dumpster fire of the year. Got fired from, fired from fired ESPN. Him.
2: And did you see that he had the 135 views on Alive? Dude, that's it. Yeah, it wasn't. Like, there was like thousands <laughs> of people doing to like watch Paul Pierce. No, it was like it was under 200. Yeah, <laughs>
1: that's awesome.
2: He got fired for playing poker with
0: strippers and, and smoking blunts and. and uh... What was that, Ramsey? Nothing. <laughs> this show's awful. But yeah, so yeah, I, I can't get in the Bucks yet. New York can I? And I, I can't even really get in the NBA as a whole right now. It's still tough. It's I can't get into the any injured. of it because I don't get the fucking stations. Maybe you should change your carrier. Yeah, AT&T TV, Justin. Not No free ads, but they got the Brewers. They've got the Bucks. Spectrum. They've got the Brewers and the Bucks. I think you just need to make some adult choices.
1: I don't make those.
0: Mrs. Ms. Mrs. Doll. Mrs. Doll. Why,
1: that's why you guys can't. Do we see need this? to go get that's a fish dinner and talk
2: about this? So Justin to get his ball
1: uh, and chain thing happened. She makes the decisions.
2: We can uh, talk to her about I, this. I, just, I think we might need to go get a
0: fish dinner. I just show up. I think I I I'm gonna send her a hey, friend request on Facebook.
2: We'll just show up.
0: I'm and sending show her up. Facebook. <laughs> She's in my recommended friends on Facebook now. I'm adding your wife on Facebook.
2: she. I'll also add her. I don't think she's my recommended friends, but yeah, she... I don't
0: know him from Joe. <laughs> great content we have here, guys.
1: Hey, everybody. Look who I'm going to add on Facebook today. Fucking <laughs> uh, edit this out, too. No,
0: I got to say, uh, also around the state of Wisconsin, we also talk about the great career that Barry Alvarez had.
1: Oh, what? Just out, outstanding. 32 years uh, as a Badger. Um between head coach, AD, yeah. and just just an just that picture I sent you guys, awesome, all the trophies, oh, all the trophies, just what this guy has done for uh, Wisconsin athletics. Um, I think I think what the, I heard a stat today that Wisconsin athletics is gonna function under a hundred and twenty nine million dollar athletic budget. This coming year. Wow. And when he started, I can't remember what it what it was to start, but I think it it was uh, like today is triple of what that was when he started. Well, you know, you AD
0: in 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 uh, two thousand three. You look around at like what's happened under his tenure from when he started coaching. Badger football was awful.
1: Hot garbage.
0: Badger basketball was just kind of starting to turn around at the time, but hot hot garbage. Before that point, and just starting to kind of turn around to what we know them as today. Badger, I mean, Badger hockey's always been good, but
2: I mean, as a whole, Badger sports really weren't that great of a place. Could you make an argument though that they're probably one of the most well-rounded, all-around programs in the nation, without a doubt? I mean, between they're probably they're top five for sure, without a doubt. It's I don't. think he's even close so and that's a lot with barry alvarez and what he's done for the state and he's been great yeah. for the communities too yeah. he's always been i mean i, I hope
1: now they're going to start a national search for his replacement but chris mcintosh a uh, former player of his uh was his deputy uh athletic director and is pretty much the front runner to get the job yeah. I think Wisconsin would be foolish not to. Hire. I think you
0: have to keep that thing in house. Keep it in
1: the house if you can. So, but you know, you never know what you're going to get. And when you're when you're running on a $129 million athletic budget, you're going to potentially get a lot of good names to apply
0: for the job. So keep it in house, though. Do the yeah. right thing. I'm on the same page. We talk about other, you know, if we're going backwards, I got to mention this here. Tuesday was the 28 year anniversary of the date that Reggie White signed his contract to be a Green Bay Packer. First of all, the contract figure threw me off. Four years, $17 million. And we had been talking about this pre-show about... There's two ways to look at it. Ramsey kind of took the point of it being not... the Like, it wasn't... The cap isn't like hasn't grown that much since that point, which I kind of disagree with,
2: but go ahead and make your case. It's 30 years, though. Essentially. So it's 28 years ago he signed, and the cap has jumped... Yeah. It's jump, but it's not
1: skyrocketing. So. It's like I don't know if you guys ever watched the History Channel or, or yeah, not. like Love the History the, Channel. The, the they have a channel. The <laughs> the men who built America or the people mm-hmm. who built America, like the guy, the two brothers that owned McDonald's when they sold it in 1956, sold it for like I don't know 14 million dollars, or right? Something, which would equate out today to 140 million dollars, in retrospect. You know, McDonald's does $3 billion. So, mm-hmm. that's where Ramsey's point comes in. So, like, that contract today would have been, like, four years, $60 million or something yeah. that we were talking about. Right. So,
0: it's still cheap. It's still, but, I mean, like, I'm just talking about, like, in, in
2: today's, like, in terms of a today contract, that's literally Jordan Love's contract. But So, my my whole point behind that the cap hasn't gone up that much, it kind of goes back to what I was saying about, The cap people are like, oh, the Caps are going to go back up next year. Yeah, it is, but it's not going to be like the skyrocket to $300 million. Oh, without a doubt, no. It's going to be just a gradual step up like it has been for the last 30 years. So don't necessarily go get your hopes up. Be like, oh, the Packers are going to have $65 million to spend in cap space next year. That's not necessarily our reality as it currently sits. No. And that was my point.
0: My ultimate point, and I, I agree with that too. My point is just, like I said, it's insane when you think about That was a contract to get one of, if not the best defensive player in the league at the time. Of all time. Right. And that is a rookie contract now. And you look at the standard that it set for Green Bay 28 years ago. This was a commitment to winning now and winning Super Bowls, getting Green Bay back to a place of relevancy (laughs) in NFL culture, which really hasn't gone away since that point. You sure. I I think the How's more whole, yeah. I think
1: the more interesting topic on that is what the interest would have been had he collected it all seventeen million dollars from that point to if he just took
0: that contract put it away yeah like some some
1: guys I think Gronkowski does this Gronkowski's just, notorious for doing this I he, think Kamara just said li- that he's lives done this off
2: too. of his ads his endorsements well, I mean, even seventeen million, I think your interest on that would be. Over 28 years is Yeah, you could live on just probably the interest on $17 million. Right.
0: But like like I said, just the fact that as a whole, that brought Green Bay back to kind of a prevalent
2: stage in the NFL. Well, there's always something else that happened around that point, too. And? Hot tub parties. Wow.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. With Chimera. This show is awesome. Yeah, we
2: are just those <laughs> gar- Yo, this is those awesome. We're talking party.
0: hot tub parties and shit. That's awesome.
2: It was also around the time that Brett Favre also arrived.
0: Well, right. I I'm, the two aren't exclusive. That's an and factor. But my my ultimate point was the Brett Favre got traded here. Reggie White chose to come here. They established a winning. They reestablished the winning tradition, and like I said, brought Green Bay back to being that NFL blue blood. That it hadn't been for twenty, thirty years before that point. I
1: think I think it's uh I think the mis myst- mysterious legend of Reggie White is mis mistaken because like the thing about Reggie White, when he signed here, it was nobody ever wants to come to Green Bay, and all of a sudden Green Bay got this big free agent to sign here. Hmm. And I think people kind of put that to rest, and over 28 years, this has kind of been a place where people would come to play, bigger name free agents, but can you think of a guy that is of Reggie White's caliber, I can think of one guy of Reggie White's caliber to come here as a free agent. Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson. Over 28 uh, yeah. years. Yeah, oh well. So...
0: Well really if we, if we look at Reggie know, White though just to kind of to kind of go on with that point up to that point you really didn't have guys making big splash free agent contracts either right like now. we see now. That was kind of a catalyst for that NFL culture itself right. too.
1: But to to that narrative that Green Bay is a kind of could be a destination place I don't think that that has changed from what is it 1992 to where we are today. It's so, not a uh, destination place to t- t- free agents that
0: want to come and play. I mean, who the hell wants to sit? Well, you know, I mean, when we think about it to the same caliber, maybe not, but you don't see those guys become free agents a whole lot though, either. Charles, you got to remember when Charles Woodson signed here, he was almost out of the league. When you look at when, where his career was leaving Oakland, I'm with Eric on that one. He was not, he was thought of as not a bust, but just kind of done. He was on his last possible leg. Like, this was his last chance. Well, when he signed here,
1: he signed a seven year, $49 million contract. So, you can understand tell that. Me that. I understand
0: that.
2: But he was. And it wasn't that was not, when. It was also like he was in 2006, 2006 2007. Yeah, I was going to say eight. But it wasn't like he was also the most sought after. No, that's a thing. Agent. That's like what Eric's was getting at. That, that he he was.
0: was on, like I said, he was a very not sought after. He kind of got booted out of Oakland. 'Cause he wasn't living up to his contract and his, his status that he was at Michigan. It was kind of thought to be a bust. He went from that kind of almost status to being a well, literally a Hall of Famer. So in Green Bay.
2: And we've got defensive MVP. So yeah. who had the better Packer career, Reggie White or Charles Woodson? Oh Reggie White. I don't know. I don't know if you can say that with confidence though.
0: I think Reggie White had a bigger impact as a whole. Reggie White went to two Super
1: Bowls with the Packers. Charles Woodson went to one. but uh, So let's just take a
2: side note, though. Charles Woodson won in MVP, too. Did Reggie? I can look that up. So a side note that I'm just going to say, the Packers, the mo- for the majority of the time that Charles Woodson was in Green Bay, were not necessarily all in and fully committed to winning. They really haven't been since 2010. I mean, and even 2010 and 11 directly after that, I don't know if you could necessarily say that they were all in on winning another Super Bowl. So Reggie White, Would for, you the, say for the that record,
1: ninety-five and ninety-six though.
0: Reggie White was a two-time Defensive Player of the Year. He won it in eighty-seven and ninety-eight. Eight-time First 98. Team All-Pro. Wow. Five-time All Second Pro or All Second Team All-Pro. Thirteen-time Pro, pro Bowl. So two-time 10, sack leader. Ten years apart. Yeah. Wow.
2: I mean, fans. wow! A three Think time, about
0: that. Three because they used to do the awards like this. Three times wow. NFC Defensive Player of the Year. Ten years apart between MVPs. Think about
1: if JJ Watt did that now. That's basically what it would be, right? Oh, yeah. oh, pretty my close. God. Yeah, pretty much, man. I mean, it's impressive that JJ won three, three in a row, or whatever it was, wasn't three it? Three and
2: four years. I three know. and
1: four years, but to win one and then win it ten years. God, that is outstanding. That is,
0: that's got to be the craziest stat I've heard all year. That's yeah, that's that's up there. I didn't realize he had won one that early, and then eleven years later.
1: Oh my God!
0: But like, I don't like. I said I don't know if you can say who, because both had like I said both. I think you can make the argument. I mean, granted, Reggie White kind of had that Hall of Fame career beforehand, but he really kind of made his. I would say he made his legacy here in Green Bay. Yeah. Yep. And I think you can say the same thing about Charles Woodson. Yep. And I...
1: So, back to my question, do you really think that Green Bay is a destination place that they would be players for free agents?
2: No. And I say that just based on the fact that... It's a franchise thing. I don't... That's not how the Packers operate and run business, right? Right. I'm, I'm with Ramsey on this. I, I think... But even if they did... Like let's just say they turned and just said, "Hey, we're all in. I a Super Bowl next year," which they would never do, because they're so afraid of being irrelevant. So what that means is, no, they are not our fading destination. I don't. I think that's a. Because remember, these guys all play. It's like industries that you work in, right? Other in other businesses that you interact with also have reputations, right? I know I said that's how it is in my industry. I can assume it's the same for you guys, right? So people around the league look at Green Bay and go, hey, they're not going to pay me the money that I'm worth. I'm going to look other places. So I don't necessarily think, I think it's a Green Bay as a franchise thing saying, hey, we're not going to bring outside guys in. We're going to draft and develop, which for what it's worth has kept them relevant. So they've been doing. It's been a very good winning model. Right. But is it really a winning model though?
0: It's a a winning and sustaining model. It's not a win-Super Bowl model. I guess, so let me double down on a question here.
1: You're the Packers today. You're up against the cap. You just went to two NFC Championship games. What do you do today to satisfy the need of what we're talking about right now,
0: of going for it all? Two things. Two things. One is you extend Aaron Rodgers and stop being butthurt about his contract situation. I guess. And then you use that money. You also go and extend Devontae Adams because he's a free agent after the season. You do both of those things, even if they're two-year extensions. And Aaron's, Aaron's under contract for three years. His guaranteed money stops after this season. You extend those contracts, give more guaranteed money to Aaron at those other two years of the contract. You space out that cap, and you do the same thing with Devontae Adams. Yep. You give him a 2-3 or extension 2. Then you go make, well, this should have already been done because there's not like a whole lot of splash free agents left, but you go make an a inside linebacker or a quarterback. You go get, or you go or trade both. for a guy. You, can, you trade for a guy. You it, go. This, this is what I would do, and this is not what's going to happen. Straight, straight up, not going to happen. <laughs> because right, but, we're talking about go all in, right? I would go and trade for Stephon Gilmore. Right oh, now. I agree. Trade that first round pick for him. Trade Stephon Gilmore. Yep. Or trade for Stephon Gilmore, who is a lockdown
2: corner who can play outside Jair Alexander. And he doesn't have to be the number one guy anymore. Right. Right. I think we can all say he's probably lost a half step.
0: But he's he's probably still... the,
2: he would be the best number two corner in the league. Yeah. We would go from, we'd probably have the best defensive backs in the league. And then you can use your first round
0: draft pick at inside linebacker. There's no questions. Inside linebacker or wide receiver. If you really feel, if you get a guy to follow you at, thir- at 29, you get a wide receiver. Otherwise, you use that pick on an inside linebacker, yep. and you are back to a really good position. Yeah, That's what you do.
2: Do we really think looking at it today? I know we Is... kind of have this later in the pod, too. However, I guess you might have, we can just get into it now if you might want. Might as well. So the Packers going forward, they're not They're not as good as Tampa Bay's today. And Tampa Bay is going to get better in the draft. They are tra- they have traditionally have drafted very well the last four or five years. A lot of those players were in-house guys. Those aren't free agents that were necessarily going in there. Free agents put them over the top. But there was talent in Tampa Bay before Brady got there. Oh, oh, sure, they've picked in the top 10 for how many years in a row? Okay, so. but the Lions have been picked in the top 10
1: for 30 <laughs> years. I mean, it doesn't... <laughs> sure. Right, but the Lions didn't add Tom Brady and
0: okay. Antonio Brown. And, but those Here's guys, the thing. You let's, know, let's just, just to kind of sorry. piggyback on
2: Ramsey. Yeah. The Buccaneers were 7-9 and nine with Jameis Winston when he couldn't see. Right, and they drafted all those guys there. That's not free agents going there. That's talent that they're drafting. That's I'm Mike making, Evans. That's Chris Godwin. Yeah. That's Devin White. Their offensive line went from... They were one of the best one of the best offensive lines of football right now. Tristan Wirfs, the draft of last year's stud. Yep. See,
0: I think the problem though cuz I mean you can't go all in on free agency, that's not sustainable. So I do think that there is an element to that draft and develop thing, but you have to have a mixture. You have to have an over the top guy come in. And I think ultimately going back to your question Justin is if Green Bay either had the cap or if they cuz in our in our lifetime Rams in my lifetime with the exception of a couple contracts, they haven't ever been in a position to go make that splash free agency. We've seen it a couple times now. We've seen it with the Zedarius and Preston Smith signings, and then Billy Turner on that offseason. Mm-hmm. Adrian Amos was in that offseason. Yep. So that, we're two years removed from that. That was a big offseason. Yep. And that was, that was a, you know, I wouldn't say any of those guys were like top 10 free agents of the NFL, of that free agency class, but I would say that they've all been. Very good players before that, and they came here, and they were still very good. Except, well, how do you feel about Preston Smith? You look at the Charles Woodson signing when they had that as an option; they did it. Guy won a Super Bowl, defensive player of the year. You name it. Mm-hmm. We haven't had a whole lot of windows where they were willing to spend that money because of that draft and develop method. So I don't think you can't say. I don't think it's a. A method of if it's a destination or not. I just think it's a matter of how the, as Ramsey said, how the
2: front office is running. Well, and if you really look at it too, I mean, Green Bay for the last 30 years, they wasted most of Brett Favre's career. And they're at the end of this, we're going to look at Aaron Rodgers as probably the guy who underachieved the most, and really none of it was his fault.
0: He, so. I I hate, I hate, I hate
2: this argument. I hate
1: this argument. What
2: happened? Aaron Rodgers has been injured, what, twice? What did the Green Bay do when Aaron Rodgers was injured? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely. So, is Aaron Rodgers the end-all, be-all? No. However, it's not like you can just plug and play either. So... I, I Where I
0: would go with this, I don't think he's underachieved. I, I think people not, need to stop putting so much weight on Super Bowl titles.
2: <laughs> and
1: I don't I don't think that but, we've wasted okay. years either. I, yes. I think we
0: have.
2: So, okay, let's just... Super Bowls are the only thing that matters in that game. What's the point of playing if you're not playing to win a championship? I, I don't disagree. My point with this, when I'm saying this, though, is
0: that you can't take necessarily away from Aaron Rodgers and say... Because he's arguably... One of the best quarterbacks of all time. Most talented.
2: A whole different skill set that we've never seen before. We probably won't see. But that's going but, forward. But like I said, people, Aaron Rodgers is going to be looked at as one of the most underachieving quarterbacks. And it's not his fault that he yes, necessarily I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. underachieving. To, it, the organization didn't want to make any moves to get him the help when he needed it. Had terrible defenses for years.
0: And mm-hmm. he still would almost single-handedly. And I, I, I've said this before. I'll say it again. I
2: think Mike McCarthy was a terrible terrible head coach at the end of his career. Period. I don't know if he was ever great. Yeah. Do you? Cause even that the one Super Bowl in 2010. Yep. That team was a solid team that's built around them Yeah. Like it and that's kind of in spite of Mike McCarthy. Like Do you know what I mean? Like I, Mike, I wholeheartedly he agree. managed, but I don't necessarily think even after that, they kind of they were good, but they were always had flaws. Yeah. And what NFL team doesn't have flaws? I guess that's how the cap is kind of designed that every team has to have a flaw. But Green Bay, it's, and I, I'm sure I'm looking at this kind of a jaded aspect, but they kind of underachieve in big games over the last 10 years. Since that Super Bowl game, yeah. They've kind of underachieved in primetime games. I can't, you know, how many times we lost in Seattle? How many times did we lose to New England? How many times have we lost to. I'll even take you one step further. I think the biggest, I
0: think the biggest downfall of this franchise right now is still that two thousand fourteen game, they are 2015 AS, or twenty fifteen. And we ASG don't talk about that, I understand that. But that's my ultimate point: is that that spiraled what we thought of the Green Bay Packers as a primetime player. I agree with that, Justin. You look you're pretty quiet over there. Yeah, no, I don't agree with any of it. So, well, go ahead. This is what we we
1: have a talk show. <clears throat> Talk. <laughs> I I just don't know. I don't like the notion that we look at it, uh, you know, we have to understand how the Packers run their franchise to really look at whether we've been a success or not um, over the last 30 years per se. And from 1992, I I, I understand the argument of, We play to win championships. I agree with that. But we have not, in my estimation, wasted careers
2: of two great quarterbacks. We have two championships in 30 years and had a top five quarterback that entire time. I I see where you're going with this,
0: Justin, because I do agree with you. I don't think it's been wasted because we've had really good years. Because I I don't like we, the Super Bowl method. We've been a winning arguments. football team. We've been we've been a winning football team for thirty years, and, th- and that's why I bring up this Reggie White signing. Because and that's originally how we got here, because it did set a precedent for winning, and winning teams. Because you like I said, I mean none of us were really alive for the futility of the seventies, and I mean you were a little bit in the, the tail end of the eighties, but. We don't remember that shit. Well, right. But that's my ultimate point here (laughs) is that we didn't see that futility. We've really, other than a a handful of years and that sprinkled in in 30
2: years, seen maybe five, six losing seasons. We're spoiled fans. No, no, no. That's wrong. That is not. I don't agree. Because the expectation of a winning franchise is to win Super Bowls. And I get not everyone is going to be New England but if you are truly dedicated to winning, you will find a way. Tampa Bay found a way to re-sign all of those guys. And they're running on the same salary cap that we all are. And I understand that Tom Brady took a pay cut to do it, but Tom Brady's always taking a pay cut to do it. So is some of that on Aaron Rodgers? Sure. Aaron Rodgers could probably make an option for them to make the money look better. But if you, if you think that you are a winning franchise and you're not winning Super Bowls, it's irrelevant. You've also paid a top-five quarterback for 30 years, too. Okay, but you've got to put the help around them. And I, I get that. And, but even look at the Golden State team, 73-9. and nine. Nobody cares about that because LeBron James beat them in the finals. Are, you're going to look back on the 30 years, especially because we're going to probably eventually, you know, we've been good for 30 years, you're going to go back into a slump, probably like they did in the 80s, and you're going to look back on the 30 years and be like, you're not going to think, oh, we won two Super Bowls. We're going to think, well, we probably should have had at least two more.
0: I, 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 um, I'm both your guys' side on this, by the way. I, I can s-
2: agree with that. But, so who's, It's still not wasted. But who's that on? It's on the Green Bay Packers organization. And us as Packer fans, you, we allow them to do that, though. I don't agree because there are, there are teams
1: that Tom Brady played on that were better or were worse than the teams that Aaron Rodgers had around him. And he won Super Bowls.
2: And you can't and you can't say no to that. Are you sure? Absolutely. What team was worse, or what team was worse in wow. New England? I mean, even there are franchises in the NFL that are go for franchises, right? And we're seeing them in the Super Bowl for the last couple of years now. The Rams are a go for a franchise. They lost to a Tom Brady team. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have been a go for a franchise. Just won a Super Bowl. The Kansas City Chiefs are have been a go for a franchise. You get rewarded mediocrity when you're not attempting to make a run for it. See, here, here's where I disagree with that. Because I, I I I agree with like I said, a lot of what both of
0: you are saying. The reason I disagree with that is so the same argument could be made with Drew Brees and the Saints. They were going for a franchise that didn't and didn't work. And they out. won one. So it didn't work out though. But you only it, made one. But right. But Green Bay hasn't even made the effort to go for it. And, and I, I agree, with, and that, I think that is on the franchise as a whole, That's too. That's my I, point. That's, I, I agree with that, because you think about like this season, where or this offseason, where we've had chances to, you know, because it's been about the salary cap, and you can't just phantom push money around. You have to like, legitimately figure out, because it's not going to jump up $30 million next year. You have to be practical, but at the same time, you've had moves that you could make, and you're not making to get over that hump.
2: They're content with getting the NFC Championship game. They're not content with winning it. And, and if that's what we want to be as a franchise, fine. But then we're not a winning franchise. We win games. But we're, what's the difference if you win a game and lose the NFC Championship game or you win a Super Bowl? That's a huge difference. Even getting a Super Bowl. We've been to, what, three in 30 years? Yeah, the check. Won out. a decade. So I think that that's not even considered really a winning franchise. Denver's been to three. One, two. Four. Four. One what two, right? Seattle. One three. They lost to Seattle. So they beat the Panthers. And we're talking about the Denver Broncos. Indianapolis has been uh, two, correct? Yep. Tell
1: me. uh, okay, Tell me a time when Aaron or when Tom Brady has played with a top ten running back, a top ten wide receiver, and a top ten defense.
2: All, All in the same year. He's played with a lot of top. I don't think defense. he's ever had a top. All player. in the same year. But you don't, I'm not saying necessarily need talent, but they haven't had the defense either. Do you, I,
1: I don't Bay think has it's not... wasted years because I think it's Aaron Rodgers. So
2: are you saying you're satisfied with how the Packers been run over? Let's just say
1: 20. No, I'm, I'm just not satisfied that, that nobody is going to push the blame on Aaron Rodgers for not being good enough in the big freaking game to get us there and win it. Put the onus on Rodgers. Sure, and that that could be another. But the Green Bay, tell me tell me a time when when when
2: Tom Brady has played with the top ten running back, one top is, ten wide receiver. When was last Aaron Rodgers top ten defense this year? Yeah, and then where was the other one before that? Two thousand ten, somewhere around there. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. I don't necessarily the offensive weapons. I think are you, you, overrated. The Green Bay Packers haven't put the money on the defense side of the ball. The Aaron Rodgers really hasn't had a true number two since. What, when you had Greg Jennings and Devontae Adams, the or driver, uh, Jordy Nelson, JerMichael Finley, but that was that's been what almost ten years now since some of those guys have been gone. Uh, Donald Driver's that season, yeah. It's I mean it's been eight years now. You haven't got Aaron Rodgers' number two receiver in eight years. You've had some number ones. You've had some spotty guys, right? Well,
1: they I had guess, they had Jordy and Devonte,
2: but Devontae wasn't Devonte today. Devonte was Cobb. They
1: had I mean Cobb I, I was agree
0: a, with the wide receiver take. I don't I. I would say that the they they've never had it all yeah. together except this last year. The the defensive aspect was terrible.
1: Yeah, from twenty ten to probably this year. Uh, and I, I
0: think those defense overperformed in terms of rankings versus what they actually were. But you
1: can't tell me they're not going for it when, when you sign two two defensive you got how many dollars stuck into the defensive line? You got a top five, you got a top five cornerback. We've just said that we have what maybe see, I, I think the a top think, five defensive backs,
0: uh, room in I, I the think, NFL. I think what Ramsey's saying though is when you're saying you're not going for it, and, and this is probably a jaded perspective again because of how this offseason's gone. You have a team that is so close, and I don't think they were good enough to run it back this year. I don't think signing Kevin King for six million dollars is good enough. I think you need to have to add somebody else in. You can't run it back if you can't get over the hump. And that's the problem I have with it. Like last even last offseason. I can agree with that, but how much do you think it is 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 uh are you gonna look back and,
1: and think about what Matt Polly said last week on a show that said that they're just waiting and biting their time to maybe a a, a late
0: Big-time free agent that slips through the cracks. And that's fine. But as we sit here on April 7th, it hasn't happened yet. And I, I, hope, I hope to God it does. Because I think that would be that would change the whole narrative of this offseason. But for the last two years, you've been in the NFC Championship game, and you've just been content with running it back. You haven't added on to get over the hump. And I think that's what Ramsey's ultimately saying. And, I mean, yeah, I think that... I can,
1: agree. I can agree with that argument from two years ago to this year, but this even, past uh, year. Like I said, though. Run, the running and back perspective. I can agree with that, but, I mean, still, you had a top 10 running back. You had top 10, I mean. But a top 10 running back doesn't equal wins. You had a tight end that scored 10 touchdowns. That should have been an
2: all-pro. You know, I mean, I don't He even, had a great offensive line. I don't think the offense was the problem, though. I think our defense was good situationally. I think our defense has been good situationally for 10 years but they're not a good defense. That Ben that Ben don't break crap only works for so long. And that's one that I guess I like that's I it's not sustainable. I don't necessarily think the offense has been the problem. That's why I don't think the blame is necessarily on Aaron Rodgers cuz I think that they've put up enough points to win games in a lot I of think, times, yeah. I think and I, that's probably again somewhat I'm kind of frustrated with the Packers organization as a whole right now, so I'm probably a little bit biased but jaded it, I think. I think that's a fair word, right? Yeah. I I think that Aaron Rodgers has done his part. I think he's pulled his weight. Could he be better? Sure. Could he be better in situations? Yeah, that's fine. But sometimes it shouldn't necessarily just be all on Aaron Rodgers to carry a team. It's not all on Tom Brady to carry Tampa Bay. That defense was very good coming on the stretch.
1: Yeah, I mean, not this and past year, but I mean, has Aaron every ever, other goddamn Super Bowl
0: he won, it was. You also got to remember that he had Bill Belichick. I, I, I would counter that with his his Super Bowls in the early 2000s. That defense was amazing. You had Ty Law, Rodney Harrison, Teddy Bruschi, and so and many others. Vrabel. R-
2: Richard Seymour, Seymour was on those teams. <laughs> Vince Wilford. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, and great you, had, guys, you yeah. had a good head coach. I don't think Aaron Rodgers had a good head coach. I, I'm not so on Matt Lafleur yet. I think that he's inherited a talented roster. I think, and a top five quarterback of Aaron Rodgers definitely covers up a lot of blemishes. See, I, I, I would, would agree I would, with
0: that. I, would, I would say that I am sold on. Here's why I'm sold on Matt Lafleur, and here's why I don't like your argument with that. He did inherit a pretty good roster. I'll I'll concede that, but when he got hired, what were they? Six and ten the year before. Well, and they underperformed. They underperformed. I'll admit that. Well, wasn't that when Rogers broke his collarbone? No, year after. Does year after? They had two losing seasons in a row. They had this the broken collarbone season. They had another losing season.
1: Did he get hurt again?
0: He had hurt his leg in that Bears opening game. Yeah. So,
1: so he wasn't. When he got quite all healthy. shot up. we came back at halftime. Yeah, on yeah. Shot came back. yeah.
0: but ultimately, the Bears. <laughs> <fuck> ultimately. <laughs> We look at that team and they they maybe they underperformed with Mike McCarthy. The message was stale. There's a whole lot of factors going to that point. What Matt LaFleur did in year one, and when you went to training camp with Matt LaFleur that first year, because we didn't get to go for year two, it was a night and day culture change that needed to happen. And that's yeah, that's ultimately why I'm a big fan of him and why I think he is the guy for Green Bay, because he's not that's he's he's exactly what the Packers needed for the roster that they have, for what they needed to do as a franchise. They needed a night and day culture change,
2: and they got it. So, the, the world side of Matt with Florida, and this is why I'm not 100% sold on him, and you guys may agree or disagree, this is where I'm at with him. I can think of probably one game that he has won against a roster that was a better roster than him. Probably the New Orleans game over this year. Every other time that he's came up against a roster that's better than his, the Green Bay Packers kind of shrink a little bit. They're not a very physical team. They kind of, they're that sports car. You know, you take the top off, go drive down some windy roads, but as soon as it snows, it's not as, quite as fun. And that's what Green Bay has kind of done. And again, might be biased. I might be missing something. So if anyone has anything, you can correct me. But... What's the team that they've beat that you're like, wow, we shouldn't have beat that team? No, I'm not going to disagree with that. I,
1: I would, I would kind of double down and say that he has, he has, uh, kind of floundered in, in big moments and big games. Um, now you, you can go back to the NFC Championship game and we, and we could talk a half hour about whether it was okay to kick the field goal or not kick the field goal. It has been uh, debated on Jeopardy. Yeah. So, but <laughs> I mean, I just don't think that. He has been able to game plan for a big game.
2: He hasn't, he hasn't. So I can I can agree with what you're saying. He's been out coached in big moments. Yes. And is that a necessarily knock on him? He's a young coach. He's learning on the fly. i I. I. Like I said, I'm fine with it. I'm not necessarily saying, oh, we need Matt Lafleur out. We need someone else in here. That's. I'm just saying, I'm not sold on him as being. No. The guy. If you ask me today, I think Matt LaFleur is going to be our, next, our
1: our head coach for the next 15 years. See, I'm, not, I'm not sold on that. Just because I think he's going to get better
2: as we go. I, I, would, I could agree that he could get better, but I could also see it just – Aaron Rodgers, as we know, probably isn't going to be here in two years. Right? Yeah. We're probably on a clock of two years. I think the ultimate test. I think we is, this is last year. In, the in ultimate NBA. test
0: of what Matt Lafleur is is going to be that first year without Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Whatever it is, if it's this next year, the year after, three years from now, whatever, that ultimate test is going to be what happens because we knew what Mike McCarthy did without Aaron Rodgers. I'm not saying that he, you know Brett Hundley and Deshaun Kaiser and whoever Sion, Scott Tolzey, Seneca Wallace. Wallace, they weren't what Jordan Love could be because you gotta yeah, look at the, you gotta look at the well talent is obvious you know? well right but you look at any of these guys none of them were a first round draft pick that's just the reality of the situation Vince Young was wasn't that's Seneca fair. too? no Seneca was like a fourth round pick for but the Seahawks none of them had that prestige with them at the point where they were in Green Bay check that out. I wanna see if I'm right
2: I'll look it up while that I'll sounds time. right I said <laughs> it and I'm like that's not right
0: my my ultimate point with that though is that first year, if even you might see it glimpses in this preseason of if Jordan Love does play, you'll see what he is without Aaron Rodgers. Question knew, of the day: We knew what Mike McCarthy was because they they sucked as a whole, and maybe that's not fair at the end. You know, ultimately, because they didn't have the quarterback prestige as a backup, but they were not good without Aaron Rodgers, and you can't have that much of a franchise invested in one guy. And expect to be a good head coach.
2: I, th- and I, I agree with that. I think I swear I think we're all on the same page, Matt Lafleur. So I, Eric, I would say that you're not sold on him. I think that you, I think we're all on the same page. Where we think he's a good coach. I think he, I'm happy he's here. Yeah. But I'm not necessarily saying that he's the. He's a fifth round pick, wasn't Round four, pick one ten in two thousand three. Two. Seattle. Boom. Nice job, Justin. Dude, I'll,
0: Iowa I'll, State. I, yeah. So. <clears throat> Where was he from before that? Where did he go to high school? Oh, uh, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Texas. Who, who cares about high school in Texas? What? I don't high disagree. School? I just wanted to see if you had any more in you. California, by the way. Was it California? Yeah. Rancho Cordova in Cordova, California. The Rancho Cucamonga Cracker Killers.
2: I'm just saying, we're probably... I think we can have that on the show. <laughs> <laughs> we're probably the only podcast
0: not on with Seneca Wallace this week. <laughs> and by the way, they're the Lancers. Lancers. The Lancers.
1: <laughs> That's lame. <laughs> I, Jesus, this show's is <laughs> awful. <laughs> <The Cucamucca guy. laughs> That's <It's funny. laughs> next Friday, by the way. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that movie.
0: <laughs> anyway, no. So it's a great movie. We kind of transition from here. We're a month. O- we're less than a month away from the draft. Excited. We might do some fun stuff for that. We have some that. stuff possibly coming up. We have some guests coming up to talk a lot. We're going to talk a lot about the draft this next month. So if you're not huge into football, it sucks. But we're in Green Bay. Piss off. I know. <laughs> yeah, so, fuck you if you don't like football. <laughs> if you don't like football, fuck you. Will Johnson win? Will Jones. Will Jones win? Yeah, well, let's see what Will Jones is to say about the Green Bay Packers, douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so next week we'll have... Someone who is very prolific in this, the expertise of scouting. So we'll actually have someone who knows what they're talking about. So I guess um, less than a month away. I don't know if we can necessarily make predictions yet. I think we kind of got to wait for that just as a tease. But I guess as this, what do you need to see right now? Well, let's just say right now because we're talking about long term of the Packers. What do you need to see out of this draft to buy into this coming season?
2: There's to me there's a few things. Okay. And basically if they do anything but draft at what? Thirty one this year? Twenty nine. Twenty nine. If they draft at twenty nine, I'm just I'm out on the Packers. I'm they either need to trade back to get some more picks to get a couple more starters. They need to move up in the draft. They need to trade the pick for a player. (laughs) They need to do something I want to see something aggressive out of them. So let me just stop you right there. Does that not what you just
1: said? Does that not stop you in the narrative of saying going all in?
2: I think if they draft at twenty nine, they're not.
1: So I, they, in in a going all in year, they should just trade three picks, jump up to twelve or fifteen, and get the cornerback out of South Carolina. Or, I would love that. Or, you know, I don't. I do not care about. Or or one of the Alabama wide receivers. Sure, go for it. Or trade all the way up to five and get pits. Or... Sure, go for it. You know what I, I mean?
2: I want, the, I want to see something aggressive. It doesn't even necessarily have to move up into the top 15. I Just do something that makes me believe that you're well, committed to winning. They were aggressive last year. They traded up. You had to go there? <laughs> you had to go there. They sure did trade up, didn't they? Yeah, they got, Intuit, but they, uh, so again, they got the guy of the future. But they traded up for a future a future prospect,
0: <laughs> you not know, a win-now It's situation. kind of really funny how when you look back at the draft, we're only one year, I don't think you can really look at a draft class until three years down the road to see how good of a draft it ultimately was. I remember going, coming out of last year's draft being like, I don't think any of these guys are going to play this year. And aside from Jordan Love, I mean, I won the two last two linemen. I think almost all of them played meaningful games this year. Am I wrong in that? I mean, you had Kamal, you had Martin, you had AJ Dillon, DeGuara before he got hurt. Yeah, um, Runyon. Runyon had some big games, for big time. Be a stud. Even Vernon Scott, that last pick out of TCU, he played played some big time plays or big time minutes, I should say, but. But do you think their answer is going to be at 29? I, I do agree with you. I think they need to do something. Well, I, I think if they sit at 29, unless the draft is falling exactly
2: how they have it planned and on their big board right now, which it could, it could happen. And, and for what it's worth, I do trust the Packers when they say, this is what we're going to do in the draft. I think at this point we really have no reason to question what they do. Right In, in the, the draft anyway. You, in the draft wise.
1: Do you think we're in the situation where we can draft best player available?
2: Yes, even I think I think we can draft best player available. But I think that at, towards the end of that draft, from what I've looked at, and I've I've really looked at a bunch of my drafts. I've looked at a few. I only really care more about the top ten, but that's another story. However, Packers aren't in the top ten. I don't really care about the Packers right now. I'm kind of <laughs> mad at them. Oh, you're... they're on his timeout list. They're out, yeah. I'd, I'm they're right there do. with Will Jones judging yeah. by
1: this ugly flag you care more about Tampa Bay suck in the ears
2: I, I I have gone on this podcast multiple times and said I love Tom Brady he has I, I've said that since day one you all you play the tapes alright so yeah Ramsey's a big fan of Tom Brady I, I understand I can I've been. That. I've said that all along I'm more of a Tom Brady fan than Rodgers fan.
1: wears a weird weird wedding band ring
2: Look how beautiful that man is though I'm going to sign ready for Halloween. Hashtag it's a new preview. You're gonna to have to cut your hair. We might have to. And shave. And shave. We might
0: have to. Oh my goodness. I think you should just go as Ryan Fitzpatrick, just just because, and just keep the look. Yeah, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk hair. Around,
2: I'm gonna walk around a Super Bowl trophy because I appreciate people who actually win football games. Damn.
0: Okay, so I'll propose the same question to you here, Justin. What do you need to see from this year's draft to walk away satisfied from the draft? Because remember, remember last year, like I said, I, I say this to say last year, there was a lot of pissed off
2: fans last year. I thought they actually had a pretty good draft. I, I totally agree. Have yeah, they ever really had a bad draft, though? I mean, uh, twenty. The, but that was a Ted Thompson thing. 15? Yeah, 2015. That Ted Thompson. Ted, okay, since Ted Thompson's been gone. I think there's I think a guy on the had, roster yet. I,
0: don't, I think most of them aren't even in the NFL anymore. There hasn't be been a guy on the
2: roster from the 2015 draft in a couple of years.
0: Anyway, so what, what do you Justin Dahl, Coach Dahl, swivel hips Dahl, quick wrist doll? What do you need? Whoa, 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 whoa. We're gonna we're gonna take it easy on that quick wrist talk. What do you need
1: haven't to, been, to see? I have a big quick wrist doll for at least five years
0: now. I'm What do you need to see from April was it twenty ninth through the thirty the May first, is it? Yeah, twenty ninth through May first. What do you need to see from the Green Bay Packers draft that will make you satisfied?
1: I I think they have to veer away from their normal thought process um, of looking at future contracts. I am going to side a little bit with Ramsey. Uh Uh-oh. A little bit. Uh Uh-oh. I think they can trade out of the first round. I think they can get another second round. I think the second round is going to
2: be as loaded as a second round's been in 10 years. There's going to be a lot of – there's a good defensive back draft. It's a good offensive lineman draft. I think those are both areas that could use uh, a fresh face. I I don't necessarily think those are necessary areas in need. I think they can attack. I
1: I think they can attack. No, they've had a hell of a lot of good luck drafting offensive linemen um. Well, I guess it's not luck, just just a great scout's eyes. Yeah. Um, in, in the latter rounds, I mean, you got Elton Jenkins in the third round. You you know this running guy. Uh, he he's a sixth rounder. Bakhtiari was a fourth rounder. You know, Lindsley. When they had Lindsley, was the a fifth round, fifth sure. sure. Who? Court Lindsley. Oh yeah, you know so. I uh, they they've had. Um. Some stellar good vision with offensive linemen. So I think they could steal a guy late. So do I. Yeah. Later. I don't think they have to reach in the first round and, and pay that right away. Um uh I know a lot of people are gonna say a a, a position they've ignored heavily over the last ten years is inside linebacker
0: and in, in the three four. Since H. A. Hawk, really. Yeah. I mean, and granted it was a different defense then, but they haven't drafted that position, I mean, they took Kamal Martin last year,
1: I guess. Or Burks in the third round a couple of years ago. Is, but they
0: haven't hit on a linebacker no. since... It's not a linebacker.
1: Since so I, I know a lot of people are going to find that, but I think I, I think the sexy thing for people to say is that they need to find Aaron Rodgers more weapons.
2: I, I don't think that's the case. And I
1: don't. I mean, you're talking about the number one offense last year with the weapons he had. Now, I know that's redundant when we say
0: that... We're not putting enough talent around him. Speaking of weapons, by the way, Jason Lockenfora, within the last hour or so, has mentioned that Marquez Valdez Scantling as a potential sleep candidate, sleeper candidate to be traded to a receiver needy team. Hmm, for
1: probably like a fourth round pick. That's what he was. I'm fine with that. Was he somewhere around there? Out no, of South I Florida. Florida. Out of South Florida. I, well. Um, um. So, I, I mean, I, I'm okay with wide receiver. I'm okay with, with uh, inside linebacker. I'm okay with um, cornerback. What I'm not okay with is a defensive lineman. Yeah. I, I think the defensive line draft is very weak, and if we reach for a guy at 29, we're not going to get that
2: quality back out of it. If they moved up to because there's some decent defensive linemen in the middle rounds, correct?
1: Yeah, there's I a mean, few when of you're them you're talking three, th- third round through 5th
2: round. So I
1: I think that that could be uh So but there's a guy, that, you know, they traditionally we love to draft pack pack 12 guys. Um there's a guy from Washington that has a mile long name that I can't pronounce that you could see the Packers falling in love with and, and reaching for him at at 29. Uh, I hope that doesn't happen. Um, I really hope one of the good cornerbacks, uh, I, I, what I really hope is that Caleb Farley, the cornerback from Virginia Tech, who just had a back operation but is expected to be 110% by the time training camp comes. Uh, a lot of mocks have him falling, falling far. Uh, one mock had him falling outside of uh, the first round, Um, but he's a top-ten talent. I hope that he falls to Green
0: Bay, and they take him. So I'm going to ask you the same question you asked Ramsey. Is Green Bay in a position to draft best player available? Yes, yes. I mean,
1: you, when you're talking statistically number one offense, you're talking a top-ten defense. Now, who knows what that's going to look like? I think... Realistically, I think they're gonna go defense,
2: um, either cornerback or inside linebacker. So here's a question. I've been sitting here thinking, we've been talking about is middle linebacker slightly overrated? No, no, because uh, but I say that. How many really outstanding middle linebackers are there in the NFL today? I'm gonna agree with Justin and say no.
0: Because when you He's have the
2: a quarterback of the defense. When you have a He's middle linebacker dot. You don't need that, though.
0: I disagree wholeheartedly. Yeah, and here's why. Here's why. Here's why. Before before you go on, the Packers' corners. And say what you about Kevin King, but they've had decent defensive backs. They've had the ability at times over the last what five six years, if we even go that deep, where they can get after the quarterback at times. Specifically, you know, two years ago, they have probably the best two safeties combination in the league. So, really, what you're missing, and where we see a lot of them getting beat, and this is also kind of how um, how the defense was set up under Mike Petten, was a lot of getting beat when you had Blake Martinez playing in coverage, or you had Christian Kirksey playing in coverage, and you didn't have a guy who could control the field as a whole in the middle. A act- 5 tool
2: player. So, but, that I'm some kind of uh, talking out loud right now, but... How many special middle linebackers are there true in the NFL today? Middle linebackers? Uh,
0: inside I'd, linebackers, even. Inside
2: most teams linebacker, play three, four. that's fine. Inside linebackers, there's, there's a handful of special ones. I think that's kind of like a running back type situation where you can get by with serviceable. I think you need good. I don't know if oh. it, You need good. You don't I need
0: did. great. But I don't think they have good. So and I don't think they've but, had good for a while. Sure, but I think the Packers are in a position now
1: that they can get great.
0: Oh, I agree. And that's what I, I'm saying. Uh, and that's what I'm saying, though, is you've had guys like Christian Kirk. you had guys like Blake Martinez, which for been some stupid reason. Been getting to NFC championship. Mike games. Patton. Now you have a chance to get great. Mike Patton designed a defense for Blake Martinez to swarm tackles and couldn't play in coverage. Nine yards down the field. Yeah. <laughs> the running back would be.
2: Yeah, you'd start the tackle at six yards.
0: And, and that's why, I mean, you look at how stereotypically bad their defense is, rush defense has been. And it's a little bit on you know, the linemen, too, not also creating that push. But you didn't have the linebackers to play downhill and clean that up. That's the linebacker's job, especially inside linebacker. You didn't have that. Well, I think the bigger need today would be a pass rush.
2: I think you can survive with I the know, pass rush you I don't have. Know,
1: I don't know how you can invest in the defensive line again.
2: I'm not necessarily defensive. An outside linebacker. Uh, how do you do that? A true how? pass rusher. I think that's more of a need than an interior linebacker as of today. I would disagree. With uh, totally I would with you have and Sean Gary, Preston yeah. Smith. You have yeah. a lot of are, money. So you, are a lot we, of,
0: you can't invest Okay, but we're still talking
2: Preston Smith we're not sold on, but Sean Gary we're not sold on. I think they're serviceable.
0: But I, if, we, if we look at where the Packers have the biggest hole, and this is why I said earlier that you need that. What they should have done this offseason was go get a good corner so you can draft a very good inside linebacker.
2: Okay, So, but I do think corner and pass rush, either one. I think a pass rush is a bigger need than an interior linebacker. I think a second defensive back is a bigger need. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that you can invest a, a,
1: a first, your first three picks. Your first three picks in, in an outside linebacker. I honest, I mean for as much equity as they have in that position right now. But do we have the other guy that can both aside
0: from Zadarius? Do we have the guy in the roster? I think we have. They a com- think it's I w- Rashawn. I think we have a good enough combination with Rashawn Gary, who we've seen enough flashes out of. If they thought
1: enough of him to be willing to get rid of Preston Smith or, you know, take a salary
2: cut to stay, he's got to turn out. I, we've seen flashes from a Sean Gary, and we see Preston, flashes from Preston Smith on occasion. Well, Preston Smith was a should have been a pro a two years ago. He wasn't, he got snubbed.
0: He wasn't last year, he wasn't last And I'll, I'll admit, it, I also think that was a lot on my scheme.
1: Team.
2: Okay, so we can say that's s- when what we said in grades. Yeah, I'm just is, but so, is our linebacker problem a scheme fit? It could be,
0: but we also don't have any depth there. We have a fifth round draft pick and Chris. Bar- is he's undrafted or late he's round? Undrafted pick. Undrafted out of UCLA. Yeah. So our top, we have two guys I think on the roster, and then Ty Summers, who's a.
1: Oren Burks was a third round pick out of uh, Vanderbilt.
0: So, so how many... we have almost no capital there. You have almost no equity there. It's a position that we've seen on, based in the three four. We've seen that it's a very important part of. Defenses as a whole, just in yeah. terms of what you need in the middle, and one of the glaring weak spots is how we play the run and how we cover tight ends. That's your inside linebacker.
2: So, but how many first grade or first round graded linebackers, interior linebackers, are this draft? Well, uh, there's there's a couple at the back end. We can, we can talk end. more
0: about this with our guests next week.
1: Yeah, there's there's a guy to keep your your eye on, Xavier Collins out of Tulsa,
0: just a just a big massive dude. He's he's doing really pass coverage, correct? Yeah, that can. And play. I think that's the biggest hole that they're missing is a guy who can play in pass rush and play think, downhill. Yeah, I mean, or pass pass coverage, I should say. Who they? I
1: think that's the one thing, I think, they're missing on defense. Uh, I I would even bet that that makes Kevin King look a hell of a lot better
2: if you get a good inside linebacker. I go here. back to my say, I if I if Kevin King is cornerback number two on the next season, I am. Uh, not,
1: you am not going to be thrilled. Well, <laughs> he is. Is That's going to be tough. But, um, you know, you, you hope that he has a Devontum, Devontae Adams kind of
2: I don't even care s- if he does. He switch own I I don't even care if he wins defensive player of the year next year. Fuck Kevin King.
0: If Deva- if Kevin King wins defensive player of the year next year, I will swallow every word I've ever yeah, said about no, him. Yeah, I won't. I mean, trash. he's
2: got like eight
1: picks and... 63 tackles. He'd
0: be and, Charles Woodson 2.0. Yeah. But uh, I don't see that happening. As Matt, Matt Pauly Matt, Paulie said last week, tracker, track record. Yeah. It's
1: just not there with him. So, I you know if they're gonna draft a corner, I think you're looking more at a nickel kind of guy. Um.
2: Yeah.
1: A, I I the, think they,
0: they have a you know, spot where like, they could go there get was your a, Farley get, if Greg Newsom falls that spot yeah. out of Northwestern. If you can get a guy to fall there and you can, like I said, if you can get that true number two corner where you can play Kevin King as a three.
1: Cornerback oh, at, at where we're picking is so loaded. So loaded of a spot. We could get a guy. A uh, couple kids out of Georgia. There's a kid out of um, LSU. There's, you know. The
0: one out of Georgia, Tyson Campbell, right? That's yeah. his name. I watched his tape last week. I saw him in a mock draft going to Green Bay. I've seen him in a couple now. He reminds me a lot of Jair Alexander. Just a taller yeah. version. Just plays that same kind of coverage.
1: I like this. I a
2: little height my my defense about it. Get so. this
1: the guy that he played alongside with ran a four two five. Damn.
0: So that's probably Eric, something Eric Stokes, I think his name is. I think so. So we'll we'll be talking more draft next week. So we could talk update draft. we're gonna be for the next month. Good. That's just the reality of the situation we're in. So Life's good. A lot of baseball, a lot of draft. <laughs> a lot of draft. And we'll see how the Bucs are doing. We didn't, Unless hey, you guys don't want to talk baseball. Not we, happening. We're, we're getting better. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely not happening, though. We're
2: going to talk baseball, Ramsey. Sorry. Not 100% sold on that idea. You know, I could take it or leave it, I guess. No. But if the fans... Hey, if the fans are saying... Ramsey, come on, get out there. <laughs> Let's go support the Beloit yeah. Thundercats. The oh, Beloit Bean Snappers. Jesus. Let's go to Beloit. <laughs> Let's go watch some baseball. Hit the quick trip. If you take me, if you take me to some Timberliner games, I know you're. Uh, I will take will you to
1: games. You been to a Booyah game? I'll take you to Booyah games oh, too. Oh, Booyah games are if awesome. If you guys, if you guys want, do they have beer? Yeah, have oh. beer.
2: and it's cheap. It's
1: yeah. so cheap. So we'll we'll take it's you to good. some baseball
2: games this summer, Ramsey. It's good. And it's we'll just see up if the can, road. Can I get an utter tuggers hat? It's just yeah, the sure. road up there. I I, love, got a, I got a booyah hat. I have several. I love oh, the T-Rats really? gear. So yeah. like, I think I should start wrapping some T-Rat stuff. But I'm not a baseball fan, so if people like asking about the team. I'm be like, Damn. I have no fucking clue. I can't clue. wait.
0: I can't wait to
1: hit up a booyah game
0: again. All right. So with that, we'll transition into what we're rooting for this week. I'll take the lead here since we're talking about it already. It's my time here, guys. It's baseball it's season. You. You're wearing so, a. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. but yeah, it's baseball time. I'll be watching the Brewers all weekend. I'll nah. be met, mixing in some of the Masters, a little bit of WrestleMania. We didn't. I don't think we touched on the Garcia trade either. That we didn't. And a, I'm a little I'm sad, uh, to, see sad him to see him go. Uh, right. I'll root for him to. Uh, so Orlando Garcia, well. he's one of those guys that, as a player, I mean, he was except during the playoffs in 2018. Player, his defense was incredible. Offense. Never was really black lived luster. up to
1: it, right?
0: Nope. But just the, the way that Guy played and carried himself, especially at the clubhouse. He was a locker room guy, right? Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. And just, you lose that guy. And one of my best memories, it's not anything he did on the field. Well, technically it was on the field, but it was a foul ball. I think it was like Father's Day weekend, like 2018. Foul ball in the stands and pre-COVID, um, Ball got in the stands. He, like the fan was turning around looking and he snapped some ice cream from the fan's cup. I'm like, that's awesome. That's freaking hilarious. Yeah. I will never forget that as long as I live. I don't know why. It
1: was I think freaking funny yeah, is why. It was.
0: <laughs> but yeah, he's just one of those guys where infectious, smi- kind of like Donald Driver, but, you know, not as good as Donald Driver. Just that infectious smile, the great lock clubhouse personality. So yeah, so sad to see him go, but. Best of luck. Best of luck. Justin, what are you rooting for this week? I am rooting for a great Masters Championship.
1: Uh, I know that if you guys pay attention on Sunday, there's probably going to be a lot of black and red out there for uh, Tiger Woods because he won't be in the field. Um, he was doing like 84 and a 45. Shit happens. Shit happens. Not good. Lead foot happens. Hammer down for Jesus. Yeah. It's like, it's like, um, and I'm going to be rooting for Bryson DeChambeau to be ripping like 400-yard drives just that. swing it.
0: I'm I'm rooting for Jordan Spieth this weekend. I'm so glad that he's kind of been uh, back to Who's the favorite
1: this weekend? I can look that up. Uh DJ won it last year. Believe it was Patrick Reed the be the year before that. Is the Masters not one of the most relaxing
2: weekends oh, yeah. of the year? Like you throw but the Masters on and it's it's one of
1: those to where every year you have like the guy you almost forgot about.
2: Is always in contention. He's always in
1: contention. Like, Jordan every Spieth. year, Freddie Couples is, like, in contention yeah. all the way.
2: <laughs> Jordan Smith
0: is 10 to 1. I think he's the odds-on favorite, a 10 to 1. Uh, Sergio Garcia is a 45 to 1, but he could be your sleeper. I'm just trying to think if I can you gotta, find... You know, Justin, Dustin Johnson's 8 to 1. Somebody, um, Lee Westwood. Lee Westwood. Coming back. He's
1: gonna be on he, fire he, coming he, into Sunday. He's he's been playing pretty good this year, so.
0: Yeah, I'm still looking for the actual betting odds, but uh, Bryson DeChambeau is nineteen to two. Uh Justin Johnson Dustin Johnson's nineteen to two. So it kind of goes down from there. Jordan Speith's number three at eleven to one. Justin Thomas is eleven to one. John Rahm's twelve to one. I kinda like Spieth
2: at eleven to one. He had a meltdown though a couple years ago, didn't he? He finally
0: he finally he won his first tournament, I think, in a long the time Valero Texas Open. That it's a ramp up. He's been playing some really good golf lately. He sucks. Hater.
2: <laughs> Ramsey, what are you rooting for this weekend? I'm going to be rooting for nighttime Bristol. Martinsville. 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 Yeah, that. Say it again. What are you rooting for this weekend, Ramsey? Uh, nighttime Martinsville. Coming okay. up here on Saturday. You guys might want to keep a, a little bit of a lookout for maybe some special NASCAR stuff coming from the from Wisconsin, guys. Yeah, we can we can do some NASCAR stuff. When could that be? I have no idea. We'll see. Soon. 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 Maybe. Perhaps. 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 Hmm. This is a terrible sell. <laughs> <laughs> so keep your eye out. We might be doing some some interesting stuff coming up with that. So, we yeah we've got a lot of stuff we can do
0: now. I mean now that stuff's starting to open up a little bit. We got more live sports going yep. on. Schedules are opening up a bit more. Justin doesn't have another kid yet. Come June. So maybe come June, that, that'll maybe change a little bit. But as of right now, I think it's a good time to be a Root Wisconsin fan. With that said, that's episode 17. We are in the books, fellas. Boom. Bye. Huh. That
2: was oh, terrible.
0: False started. It's not time to go yet. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs>
1: Unbelievable. I wanted to steal it from Ramsey. Unbelievable. I wanted to steal it from you, bud.
0: Why? <laughs> it's his thing. It's my thing. Episode 17 in the books. I'm Eric. That's Ramsey. We had Justin. Our proud partners of Ray's Energy and Monkey Knife Fight. Keep your eye out for some stuff we'll be posting about that. Keep your eye out on our social media pages. Like, share, follow. You like it. We'll talk about it. That's Rupert Wisconsin, episode 17 in the books. See ya. Have Bye. a good night. <laughs>